What is up, everyone? We got another amazing episode for no, you, Jammers in the Rough. We have a special guest hopping in a little bit later. So that's going to be a surprise for you. It's Evil um, McMahon. Yes. Yeah. As always, we have <laughs> Cody, the absolute worst. We have Josh. It's bringing in the summer, winter. And of course, that's me, terrible. Paige. Super glad to be here, guys. How y'all been? Not bad. Uh, yeah, if if, if I accidentally cut out, um, Maryland right now is getting like 60 mile per hour winds and supposed to lose power at some point. So that's kind of hitting, like, I think everywhere we're on, you know, some of that wind and rain and storm watch. Um, right with, yeah, right, if you guys yeah. are tuning in here and you signed up for Senium Open here in the Oregon series, check your emails. It seems as if Scott delayed it till the 28th because of the, the snow and the chance of frost. And there's a whole long reasoning for that. But if you tune in here and you're going to Senium and you had plans this Saturday to play, it's been delayed. That's unfortunate um, for me because I signed up for Maricopa. And so now I got to decide between Maricopa Open or uh, Senium. Are you saying Sam I am? What are you saying right now? Santi am. Sam, Sam I am. am? Yeah. yeah. Green eggs and ham, brother. Uh, we just got a freaking tip, guys. So you're welcome. Always. From who? Malarkey. Blow that ish up, Josh. Blow that Dude, ish up. Is that uh that's Colton? Yeah, that's Colton. Here early this week. Finally waking <laughs> up in time for our podcast at 6 p.m. PST. What? PST? PST. Never heard of it. <laughs> never heard of it but yeah no so what would you guys decide so sandy am open is one of our bigger kind of tournaments to start our season like cole Radon will be there you got your scott your chris all of the who's who in oregon disc golf is going to be there and then of course maricopa which is obviously in arizona which is a lot warmer weather the tournament hasn't necessarily filled yet but it is a travel tournament with you know some known pros that show up to it every year i think um the Hamas show, the Gibson show have kind of made some of their start of the seasons there. So what would you two choose for that between those two? Uh, if I had the, if you had the ability to travel with ease, like it's not going to put strain on you. I would say travel something new, fresh. You can go to Oregon tournaments all the time. Not at San Diego though. It's a once a year course. Yeah. And it's almost like a travel course because you don't even get a practice round on the course. And this will be two years I don't play the course. And that's kind of too tough for me. Too tough so, for you. All right. So then, Paige, uh, I, I think it's going to be a personal matter. I don't know either one of these personally. So which one do you I'm feel... not trying to make it personal. I think our fans... It is personal. Might... You were playing it. I know. But I think our fans might run into a similar situation. And so the question should be, what would you choose? Big B tier or A tier. So I if which one is going yeah. to improve your game more or which one are you gonna have more fun at? Also, Donna said don't count on warmer weather. It's below freezing right now. Yes, yeah, there was snow a few days ago. So I then think that's right what now, I'm saying. Don't pick it on weather, pick it on which one you would have more fun at. So pick and it on you, whether you, I have fun or not. I think I'm gonna have fun you, at both of them. I think my game fun. translates better to Sandy Am. Obviously, I am better on golf courses for a lot of reasons, um, but I don't know. Week and a half, I get to hit Santa Cruz, go to Dela, go to Dela. So at the end of the day, Josh and I have nothing to do with what you say. It's yeah, because you're trying to make absolutely. it personal, 
and I'm not trying to make it personal. I'm just using it as an example to start a conversation. If you you guys want to talk about me, which for once, I'm not trying to talk about me. I'm just saying, given two opportunities, what would you choose? Well, whatever you want, Paige. Have fun. I like how he's like, hey, this isn't personal, but you guys need to choose what I need to do. That is the definition. (laughs) It's about you. Um. Oh, so, I love this. I love this delayed response. He, though. Like, not because I throw, throw far, it's not actually not the opposite. I don't throw far, but I throw straight because of Blue Lake. That's the only reason I'm good. I'm good at staying in bounds on a golf course. So if you really want to involve everyone, make it a poll. If that's make what you want poll. to do, it. if you want it to not be personal and you, you want the input of the people. No, I just wanted to have a five them. minute dialogue before we get into our segments with my co-hosts. Could Fuck me, us. right? All right, exactly. guys, let's transition this Screw week's you. segment. <laughs> All Day is our presenting sponsor. They're a local brick and mortar here in Portland. If you're ever in the Portland area, let's check them out. But they bring you our lovely first segment of Jamming It with Paige. Paige's Jammers, something. Paige is throwing discs and talking about it segment. <laughs> right. So this week we have the Gateway Realm. So you might know that this is my uh, surprise pick of the disc of the year. It was released last year. It kind of fills a 12-speed niche or void in Gateway's lineup. Um, This, to me, kind of is where control drivers meet distance drivers. So for a lot of Wraith throwers, if you're looking to add 20 to 30 feet, um, the Realm is kind of the similar feeling. It's more like 11 and a half feel. but it's going to, you throw it exactly like you throw your Wraith and it's just going to give you like that 20 to 30 more feet. There's a couple different plastics. So you can see here, this is the NXT plastic that I just launched. It's a little bit flippier. They all come out a little bit domey. So neutral dome to super pop top. Um, I do have an NXT plastic that does feel like color glow, but it seems like a little like prototype that I got from Colin. So I don't think they're readily available. They handle power and torque. Here's Colin with his forehand. He has about 400, 420 foot forehand. Um, and he's hammering it with all his power. Like right here is a good one where you can start to see the full flight and shape of it. Um, it's big in the bag. Like I said, I was a big rate thrower last year and I like to cheese out distance. So being able to cheese out some of that distance, I was able to kind of get 20 to 30 feet extra for free without changing anything. And that's the kind of like sportsman that I am, um, super cheesy. So, uh, that's kind of my quick take on it plastic they're they now have nxt plastic which is a new plastic it's kind of feeling like a little bit star if you search through a couple of them they're a little bit tackier blends and a little bit gummier blends um but i was surprised at how much i like it i'm still bagging it maybe three or four months later after throwing it um and i'm back up to winter which is like 440 450 for me for distance which to me i'd usually like happy to push 380 but um kind of getting these on some good clean rips uh, ignore my last tournament if you played with me because I got a little bit neurotic because people were talking ish about my form. Um, so I'm continuing to work on it. <laughs> now, <laughs> well, that's... Hey, I... Go ahead. No, no, as I say, that's, yeah, that's kind of my quick take on uh, the Gateway Realm. Uh, I was going to say, I've been talking with uh, Danny, is it Bochamp, right? Is that how yep. you say it? Bochamp? And he is getting me a a bunch of Gateway together. And he was talking about the Realm. He was saying it's one of his favorite discs right now. And he was saying that the different plastics are going to be different stabilities. Because he asked me what I like to throw, and I'm a big Wraith thrower. And he said, oh, it's." he said it's a 12 speed on the disc, but it, it's going to feel like, like kind of like you said, 
it doesn't feel like a 12 speed. So I'm thinking like those wide rims that I've tried before that I'm like, eh, not too comfortable. Yeah. It's like, it really feels like a, like it's closer to like a Wraith and hand feel. Uh, maybe like a little bit, like I said, like 11 and a half, it's a little bit wider, but I almost like that because like my problem with like 12 and 13 speeds um, is one, like the power ratio in order to get the flight. I don't feel like with the wide rims, I can get as much power into them. And I'm more prone to like 13 speeds really slipping out of my hands. 12 speeds, I can sometimes get a hold of them, but sometimes you need that little bit of extra power, torque, and speed to get the flights out of them. And so this really, I think, is true stability where it's going to hold any line that you want it to. And then based off of some of these plastics, you can in incorporate them, right? Like I've already worked four into my bag um, from super beefy headwind, can't even get it to stand up if I tried, to that like that yellow one that you see me bomb, where it's like, oh, hyzer, flip, to drift, to come back. And then you have obviously the more in between. But what really spoke to me is like, I think a lot of Wraith throwers like them because they control them. They don't necessarily go as far as you want them to because they're 11 speeds, but you're controlling them. So you're sacrificing your distance to make sure you're hitting your lines. And when you jump into 12 speeds, sometimes you sacrifice that control for a little bit of extra distance. Um, and sometimes that works, but sometimes that gets you in trouble, like courses like Blue Lake and Milo. Um, so being able to have that realm that kind of slots in between that, where you get that extra distance, I think is an important slot for, for a lot of those like Ray throwers, CD th CD3 throwers um, to really start to work in. I, I think this is going to be a big jump for Gateway um, because most of the time when you think of Gateway, what do you think of? Wizards. Yeah. And a lot of people like, I think when I think of Wizard, I think of like that old head on the disc golf course is like, dude, I've been putting Wizard since... 1997 and that's what they do it's like oh okay but this is their first high-speed driver that i think is it feels like a real premium disc so i'm excited to get them yeah gateway someone wrote gateway equals weed like that's what you always thought like dude gateway they well, I think dance for a weed on half of them like the hemp blend it's crazy no that's where like i think gateway too um because also like everyone thinks wizard right wizard 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 but they also had a lot of like pros that didn't want to jump with them because they didn't have a distance driver that can meet up with some of a lot of those like pros arm speed. And I think the realm is starting to get that at least on the, some of the pros that I've seen that throw gateway, it's been able to handle a lot of their power and torque because of some of the variability and stability in the discs, but then also because of the mold just in general. Um, and with hooligan, uh, now partnering with gateway for some of the molding i get curious to see if they're going to manipulate some of the realm mold the ether mold to meet some of the hooligans needs and how that starts to complement some of these two companies and what that partnership truly starts to look like so i think gateway we could be hearing a lot more from uh moving forward because they also have what's known as some of the greatest players of all time in the wizard and warlocks and I mean, now we'll give them credit they're the wizard and warlock to some extent the wizard has been a very popular putter for a very long time so it's got to be good for something people yeah. love them no no i wish yeah, uh, josh could pop up some of these chat things but uh, <laughs> uh, i've yet to run into someone who's who's throwing a warlock or wizard though oh that's i mean that's also because you're in your little bubble where you play once a week and you play with your same three people um, Josh, don't let him put you down for having enjoyment. Of I'm, your I'm scared to like sneeze and to make my internet go out right now. So like throwing things out. Now, I will say this page. I didn't know Gateway and Hooligan partnered. I knew Hooligan broke away from Lone Star, but I didn't know that they made anything official with Gateway. Yeah, I mean, I guess you heard it here first, maybe. 
Mm. That might have been well, a slip, mean, of the, slip of the old tongue. I thought it was uh, known a little bit more. So we'll see uh, some of those conversations. Um, but if you look at some of their like metal flake plastic, that's kind of a newer blend. That um, mm-hmm. I got one of this coming. Those are beef. You're not going to like I mean, it. Those are well, hogs. So- no, the Metal Flake Realms are hogs. Well, because he sent me an ether too. And I said, well, I don't want an ether and a realm that's going to fly the same. So They're not going to fly I'll the send... same. Ether no, is a little said bit... he's going to send me one beefy, <laughs> one beefy and one ether. Yeah. No, uh, like I will say, like the ether is flippier than the realm. Um, but they're still great discs. Like for slower arm speed, they're going to be that same thing. The rim does feel a little bit wider than the realm. But getting them up to speed, Wait, the they do some great is... things. The ether feels wider. I thought the ether was slower. It's 12 speed, right? Oh my gosh. I mean, so that's Pages Jammers. I do think you guys should check out the realm. I really do. I don't have any other gateway disc, but if I was to recommend gateway, the realms are great. Um, Go check out the element. Um, Those are great mid ranges. If you like MD ones and I heard they fly like a buzz. Yeah, well, no, I think they have, like everything, they have overstable runs and they have understable runs. Um, the elements, I think, do fire truer to, like, kind of MD1s. But also, Gateway has, like, a thousand different plastics, so it's like, you're going to find a plastic you like. Um, I think they're worth true. giving a second shot uh, or a third shot for some. Um, they surprised me, but as of right now, the Realms made the bag and will continue to do that. And a quick follow-up of last week's uh, Pages Jammers. The cherry got lost. The cherry is now out of the bag. <laughs> so there's that, guys. That Where lasted a week. Was short, that was short. Where did you lose it? Blue Lake. It was a windy day today. I literally lost it like 20 minutes before I got over here. Well, like an hour before I started headed home. Um, Man, if you play Blue Lake and don't lose a disc, that's a damn good day. Stop <laughs> playing Blue Lake. Yeah. It sounds awful. No, it's, it's so much a, fun, though. It is. It looks fun. Then just good. throw like really hydras, hard. hydras, and like what else floats? A dragon. They don't float. There's not water at Blue Lake. <laughs> it's then all blackberry it bushers. Blue bushers? What the heck is a bush? Blackberry bushes, and it's called bushes. Blue Lake because across from the disc golf course is a lake that happens stupid. to be blue. That's stupid. And it has E. coli like every year. Did you say E. coli? <laughs> yep, they close it down for E. coli <laughs> every year. E. coli? Are you calling it E. coli? No, I e. like coli. it. <laughs> it sounds like a medicine. I got a cold. I need to take my E. coli. <laughs> so e. that's fine. I want to give a shout out to All Day Disc Golf for checking it out. Starting next week, we will have discs to give away uh, for Paige's Jammer segment. Unless Paige Let's... loses them. <laughs> Unless the Paige throws them. them. <laughs> so we might have them. Or we might not. Who knows? All right, Cody. I'm sure you got some shit to talk about. That's oh, I mean, it kind of it kind of stinks that it coincides with pages. My, Cody, the worst hot take. Um, my hot take for the week is that 90% of disc golfers should not throw anything faster than 11 speed. That's not a hot take. That's a yes. You're absolutely right. But here's the thing. How many people you might say it's not a hot take. If you go to any course and look on anyone's bag, how many people have a destroyer? Oh, I, I agree. I like people that are like, dude, I'm going to throw this king farther than anything. But it's your hot take is feet. like, like, yes, that is true. There's a lot of people that shouldn't be throwing them. But I guarantee not, you, not. you go and ask everybody, like, should you be throwing a destroyer? It's in your bag. They'd be like, no, I shouldn't. But, but hey. they still throw it all the freaking time. Yeah, but my they point say is they your hot takes are terrible takes because oh. they're not like surprising or hot. 
my they're very gosh. mild like yes we agree with you is that going to stop people from throwing jet or destroyers no i'm just is saying gonna... you will get your best distance from a slower speed 90 percent of people good you're on my hot take yeah, <laughs> I, like, I like this hot this, this is similar to your hot take buddy. hot take, <laughs> hot take ketchup, ketchup is, is good, good on hot dogs <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Probably, like, that's got to be a Canadian. I guarantee it's a Canadian or someone from Maine. Is that one of y'all? Is y'all just bad people? See, nine speeds are what a majority of people should throw. Exactly. I agree. But I think you you do agree, but I'm saying a majority of people do not. They might know this, but they don't follow it. So yeah, my that's, hot take that's is a different. Like, the, just like if I listen to half the advice I give you, I'd be a lot better person. But. <clears throat> I ignore my so own advice should. for better, like, or worse. So, okay. What's up, Manny? Jumping yeah, in. Manny, Manny, just end the hot take. It's it's mild at best. I'm just <laughs> saying. Hey, Tabasco level hot take. Being correct. I Tabasco think my FD is better than anything else, so there you go. There you go. Nine speed. I try other stuff. It doesn't work. This whole, what, what'd you, what, what were you talking about a second ago? The realm? Yeah. Like a wraith, but not as stable. Is that what you said? Uh, like a wraith, but a little bit faster. It's like 11 and a half. Still kind of holds the shapes. Not as okay. stable. Or, I mean, depending because there's so many runs, but yeah, I yeah, throw I'm... the same way as I throw my, my wraiths and get a little bit extra distance. I like to cheese distance. So yeah, they're not I... as stable? It, that's like Halo run. Yes, you can find what's comparable to Halo. Star, you can find one that's comparable to Star. Like okay. You're going to find no comparable across all of the plastics. I would say they're kind of choose our stability where they're going to hold any of the lines that you put them on. And if you're a little bit slower arm speed, they'll come out a little bit more overstable. Yeah. See, all of you guys are like, uh, how, how far are you from sea level? I'm at sea level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See that I, don't, that I only play underwater. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> because you know, the, the elevation that I'm at, you know, everyone talks about, Oh yeah. It flies straight. I'm like, bullshit. Oh yeah. Colorado. It's there was somebody with a sort of sex and firebird. And yeah. I played with them when they came down. They're like, I've never flipped this over. And I'm like, dude, that's known to be flippy. Like, of course you're going to flip it. He's like, no, like, you don't understand. In Colorado, like, I can put all the angle on it and it'll never flip. Um, yeah. Because of the yeah. elevation. Absolutely. Even even putters. Even putters just like, I mean, where, where was I? La Mirada, uh in the Ooh. fall. And uh, I, a putt out of my hand, like a 40-foot putt. I thought I was going to have a birdie on. I don't even know what hole it is, like 13, 12, along the road, through the trees, Mando down the hill. Pured the gap, turned it a little bit too far right, about 40 feet out, out of my hand, putter. I was like, that's in. And it never did that level out thing that I'm that I look forward to here in Colorado. And it just kept it just floated right. And I was like, what the hell is And I will going say like the, the glide you guys have up there is crazy too. It's because like everything's like acts more overstable, but they also still get super glidey. Um and there's, like, times... only so far, and then it turns into a rock and just goes <laughs> and just drops. It's gonna run out of spin like... and it just falls. Yeah, yeah. That's where just... like uh my buddy Colin, who CH Sports, a little shout out to him for putting us up on this channel. He's like, oh, look at this. He gets like a beautiful shape and then it just like falls out of the air. And we're trying to be like, what's happening? He's like, oh, yeah, you're probably just running out of speed and spin. Yeah. It just gets, yeah. gets just done. You know, it's just crazy. You know, home, home runs, you'll get more home runs out here, but you won't get as, you know, it's just like, I feel like I throw farther at sea level. Yeah. You know? And it's just crazy. Uh, you know, although. 
I was gonna say somewhere like California, where sometimes you might be below sea level, yeah. and you're just like, I don't know, I throw 500 feet down there, and then I come back up here, and it's like taking all the energy to get to 400. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And then your putts, like, oh, I love the putts when you get glide on your putt because you just like kind of just toss it in the air, and it just like glides for days to the basket, and then you yeah. come back up here and you can't get it up. Yeah, well, that's well, you, yeah. dude. Wait a second. Yeah, that's that sounds personal. Don't you bring that in my house? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was, you know, it was really eye opening when they had the match play out here a couple years ago, just to still see what, like, you know, some of those holes. You know, Joel Freeman won that, and the whole one that he parked, and I think Big Germ parked that, and then uh, hole four that Anthony Barella parked. You know, everyone that played that course, unfortunately, that course is gone. Um, that they played that match play at. Um, but uh, just to see those bombs out there, I was, it just blows you away. It just blows you away. Every time I've, I've seen the pros and you just see them throw. But, you know, to to have them throw on one of your local courses that you know so well that you're like, I'm trying to get to right there. And they're just like, nah, over there. You know, Well, that's like, I mean, that's crazy. the same thing. Like, I watched Michael Johansson carve – blue lake up with a comet and i'm sitting there with like nine ten speeds elevens whatever i could do to get work and he's just like whooping my ass with a comet <laughs> like yeah, yeah yeah chasing those like pro shadows is a whole different game and it doesn't even like because i think people like jump to like the eagles and the simons and be like oh yeah they're doing these crazy things like no put michael johansson put bear like Bearheart on there and see what they're doing and like, yeah. they're going to like out shred you and out control you like even sexton right everyone wants to be like he's such a control like player, he's gonna out control you on the courses that you know you you think you might be able to compete with them on and still like 440, 440, 440 or yeah, just the things that they're doing is just next next level for a reason. Uh, let's see. So well, thanks for uh joining us, Manny. If you want to introduce yourself after you pop in and to people may not know who you are. I doubt there's many, but uh, yeah, so for those of you that don't know me, I'm Manny uh, Trujillo. Um, Aha, got it right. Trujillo. Oh, I didn't realize that. I didn't even see that. Right. Oh. <laughs> it's taken him three years of podcasting. Three years out. of podcasting. <laughs> well, very this nice. Is Manny Trujillo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trujillo. So, uh, uh, yeah, I do a ton of artwork, mostly for Disney and a bunch of other companies here and there. Um, Disc Golf Pro Tour cards. Those are really cool. Uh, so, yeah. Do I uh, – anything else I should introduce no. myself? I mean, I've been on here before. I've never introduced myself yeah, before. I, I was just saying, like, Josh – I know. Gonna, I was going to queue it up, but Josh took it away. I do want to let our, uh, our listeners know that Manny is going to be joining us on a monthly basis for a guest segment. We're still working out the name, but something like Soul Crushed. I think mm-hmm. works. Soul Crusher artist Soul takes. Crusher. I don't know. We'll figure yeah. it out. Um, yeah. So if you guys have any ideas, type them in, and maybe we'll give away if we pick your uh, pick your name for for so a segment name. Do we tell them what the segment's going to be about before they just start throwing uh, throwing out names? No, I want to. I want to see the the the. The names be We will discuss that. You know, um, I, I jumped out a little bit late. Uh, have you guys touched on the big news of the, the that's week? Josh? That's Josh's segment. That so well, let's, yeah. let's go to Josh before we come back to me. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let me pull up. Uh, let's get a little, so, you know, news this week has all been about one main topic. Um, and we have a 
sponsor for this little news, which is Rare Air Disc, which is an online retailer. Uh, if you use discount code Jammers, you get 10% off. So go check it out. Uh, with that said, Eagle. Eagle leaving Dismania. That is, it's a big, big hit to a lot of people who are big DM fans that are losing somebody who they're following. Um, you know, we just recently lost Simon from uh, Dismania. A year ago? Just recently. I mean, I guess it still stays. Recently. I'm sorry. A year is not that long ago. Antela's gone too. Yeah. Like for you. I mean, it's a tough time to be a DM fan, yeah. right? Nick, Nick West yeah. Antela was yeah. a big surprise to me. You know, um, I've, I've known about the Eagle stuff for long enough to where I'm still, I mean, it's still a little bit of a shock to the system to see his video, but at the same time, you know, I at least knew it was coming and, uh, I don't think he's going to Innova page. I know. I know. I hope he does, but that's just my little, like, you know, fanboy hat still on, uh, with wanting him to go, go to Innova, but I get really curious too, right? Like I think this mania and Eagle has been synonymous with each other, probably even more so than Simon and Dismania, um, because Simon always had his blogs. But I think Eagle and Dismania really having that connection and watching that kind of split happen, I get really curious to see, like, not necessarily, like, who made the brand what it was, but, like, seeing what happens next for both companies, because I think this is obviously going to be a huge, like, kind of prove it year for for Eagle, because he's going to get it. He's going to get a big contract wherever he goes. He's going to get new molds coming out. Um, and a lot of eyes are going to want to see him fail. I see a lot of Dismania people that are taking the LeBron approach and burning the jersey or, you know, selling oh, all of their Eagles discs. You still burn a jersey already? <laughs> no, just, no, not yet. But <laughs> I'm just talking about in general of, like, move all of your Eagle stuff. There's people that are like, oh, well, he's not loyal to Dismania. It's like, he's been there nine, ten years. Like, he's been loyal, yeah. like. He Been wants to try something minute, new, sure. and that might help his game. Like, but there's a lot of people that are just very ready um, to sell Eagle out. But there's also a lot of people like me that get really excited to see what this brings for both Dismania and Eagle, and seeing if they can, like, I guess, elevate that next level for themselves because they get so reliant on each other, right? Like, Dismania was pumping out so many Eagle discs that they neglected, like, Antela. They neglected like the Rookie of the Year. They neglected like some of these pros. Because they needed mm-hmm. to pump out all of these uh, discs for Eagle, is it going to make Dismania better now that they have a little bit more freedom um, and not have all their money? And then Eagle gets to challenge himself with new plastic and get out of his comfort zone for the first time in nine years with you know throwing something different. So I get curious about those things. <laughs> I like we this. got a couple things. A couple things in the chat, real quick. Uh, question to Manny: If you're Manny, you're going to do? Are you going to make? Art for for Eagle. I think it's new art for Eagle. Um, I actually, you know, after his announcement came out yesterday, we exchanged a couple messages and we briefly touched on that. Obviously, it's it's it depends on where he goes. Honestly, I do not know his landing spot, but I know it's it's uh, Innova. No, it's not Innova. <laughs> it's gonna be a surprise. From everything that I've heard, I don't know the official, but I know it's just gonna. I feel like it's gonna shock everyone. Um, Franklin, Frank. It could Franklin. be Franklin. Yukon um, discs. Yukon active line. But uh, yeah, if you guys want want my opinion, where I think he is going, and again, I do not know, so I don't mind saying this because this is not a spoiler. Exclusive. This is. I, I don't know. I don't know. But if it was my guess, 
but I don't think it is. It's that just because they already released their team, and you know, I think they're pretty set on what they have. But I would have guessed Thought Space <laughs> Athletics. No, it's yeah. That's on here with more thought space stuff. That's that <laughs> that would have been my guess, but and I've, where, like, I've, I've heard ahead. other things that it's not that because I have discussed that, so I, I don't know officially, but I've got a couple other opinions. Well, and I don't think the they've released their team because they keep like thought space keeps slowly yeah. like unveiling them all. And mm-hmm. I know I brought it up last week with some of the signings, you know, with like Chandler Fry. And the partnering. And I think we're seeing more partnerships from organizations like TSA and Infinite Discs. Like TSA might not be able to afford an Eagle contract, but you take a million dollars, you split it 500000 to Infinite, $500,000 to TSA. That becomes a little bit more manageable. And then it opens up the ability for Eagle to have double the molds for Signature Series um, rather than being locked into one company. Like like I said, like Discmania having to pump out so much discs for Eagle neglected their other pros but have an infinite with you know which is still my hope right i don't care about innova as much as i do about the old dismania lineup in eagle's hands um that's what i get excited for infinite 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 Infinite. and tsa combo would be really cool Mm -hmm. and exciting um because of some of those partnerships um which allow them to be open bag um while also having some some cool things happen yeah i don't and you know i mean I don't believe someone says MVP. A lot of people say MVP. I don't believe it's MVP at all. I don't um, think you. Yeah. In in, in, on, in all honesty, I do not believe that at all. Yeah. So. But, I get um, that. Like, like, I don't think like because like Eagle needs to like he should be the the pivotal point of it and being the Crush Boys 2.0 MVP. I don't think is it's rehashing what was already been done yeah. rather than what I get. I think the step yeah. is which is taking the new excited step forward. Um, and I think with him talking about like, what was it? Just mania when he first took it, it wasn't even the highest offer. Right. So like we already know money doesn't, isn't driving Eagle right now. It's not the best offer that's going to drive him. It's going to be what he thinks is going to be the best fit for that movement forward. And that like he alluded to the gut feeling. I think that intuition is an important thing that a lot of people neglect, especially in like sports, like disc golf, where like sometimes you just got to go with your feeling. Yeah. Um, well, Eagle's always been intuition, you know, if, if you know him and you just see his stuff, you know, just see his vlogs and everything, you, you get that out of him. He's always been like that. Do you, do you think um, kind of kind of how Simon got the Simon line, do you think that's something that's important to Eagle where he would get to create his own molds? You know, I mean, that's what they did with, with like the Cloudbreaker and a couple other things. So you would think that that would be in his contract or something because you know I, I wouldn't be surprised you know there, there's there's definitely some dm things that i know but I, obviously i'm not technically employed by them so i don't know a lot of stuff but i mean i if i i feel like if that was important to eagle that uc would have done that and he already started doing that with a bunch of you know a bunch of different molds you know the rainmaker mm-hmm. and stuff like that so i i think that's definitely important to Eagle in my opinion, because that's, you know, what Simon's success going to MVP and seeing what they're doing and, uh, and even just having the ability to do that, you know, with what they were doing at, at Discmania. I, I think that's kind of important that he gets that input on a lot of different things. Well, this is also yeah, like, for it, me, like his brand. Yeah. Like yeah. I get really curious too. Cause like Eagle, is probably one of the first people that got his creator series line 
and then chose to part ways, right? So I get curious if Dismania continues pushing out, which is a good mold in Rainmaker, which is a good mold in Cloudbreaker, um, if they keep pushing that out, and if some of that residual will continue to go to Eagle because he designed that mold and what that starts to look like. Same thing, like if Paul McBeth was to leave this craft, um, the Athena, the Zeus, the Hades was all designed by him. Is he still getting some of that money from that? Um, because I think artist DM just do the whole like, hey, it's no longer Cloudbreaker. This is the, you know, new and approved DD4. Yeah. And they just completely changed the name um, to not obviously honor the original creation by Eagle. But I get curious about some of those things and how it's going to play impacts and contracts just in the keep board. The mold. Um, yeah, I yeah, agree. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, people, people, a ton of people throw the cloud breaker. I don't know how much that'll drop off because Eagle's leaving. How many people are throwing it because of Eagle? How many will switch to DD3? How many are going to switch companies? You know, there's going to be quite a few people, you, you know, they're going to switch companies because of Eagle. You know, there's going to be the people that are loyal to Discmania as well. Um, but like the Rainmaker, you know, I know people that love that putter. You know, and that's yeah. one of Eagles creator series. So it's just like, I, I mean, I totally see your point. Do they keep the name with some of these or just change the name of the actual disc to something a little bit more generic and uh, and keep going? I like this comment by the Facebook user that we have to remember is the Eagles 25 years old. Mm. You know, he is still still super super young you know you talk about all the young up and coming people you got to remember that what was he 16 when he signed with Discmania? you know it's just it's insane to think about how young he actually still is but he's such a veteran on on the tour um so he's still got a lot of time to to do a lot of things so who knows you know no, that's, I, I mean, that's a really good point. Go ahead, Cody. Sorry. I, I wouldn't be surprised with also you guys talking about the molds or they stay in. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe there was some retooling done depending on who Discmania picks up because you still got some pretty big names out there. I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if they pick up another major pro. I mean, you got Gannon out there. Um, you have a couple more. Who's to say they wouldn't pick up one of those molds and do a retooling? This yeah, like is known for retooling. Like the iceberg. Yeah. yeah. What'd so you say? I, I said the the rainmaker turns into the iceberg, and then they just modified a little bit for uh, Gannon Bird. Yeah. And hmm. I mean, I just think like because the contract negotiations are such a new thing, um, where players are starting to get power. I get curious about like how that starts to like draw implications because right now companies are using, Hey, come to me, get a custom mold. Hey, come to me, get a custom mold. Um, and then players are leaving now. And I'm, it's really interesting to see what's going to happen to some of those molds. Like the FX two is still out there. Chris Dickerson designed that. Is he getting some residuals off of the FX two? Um, even though he's with this craft, because it's still one of the best selling molds that prodigy has. Um, and that's all because Dickerson's design, right? Um, yeah. how are those contracts being negotiated? But this is the biggest scale that we've seen it, I think, with transition so far. That's pretty crazy, you know. I'm I'm, I'm waiting till we start like trading players. Yeah, you know, and we're giving <laughs> two players away for one back or something right. like that. Can't we'll give you Alden Harris and Gannon Burr for Eagle because we want him back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gannon just goes trade right back to Prodigy. Um, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Now, I wonder if um, House of Disc is going to have anything 
I'm just saying, not saying they're going to sign Page, or sorry, not sign Page, but Eagle. But I, I wonder if pros are looking at, hey, House of Disc now owns five of these companies. Is that something they want to jump into where they can throw five different brands? Are they going to be able to f- throw five it just seems different like, brands? Like or is it just five different one companies. guy owns them all? Well, like the five companies, but there's no conversation between the five companies, right? Like, you know, if Eagle was to go jump over on Latitude 64, I don't think Latitude 64 is checking if Discmania is okay with it. They kind of seem to be operating independently. It seems like Latitude's even separating themselves from, you know, Westside and these other companies to be more of their own entity to get, you know, like, I'm kind of curious to see what's going to happen with House of Disc and how that starts to, to break apart a little bit. From my understanding, is they still just completely operate separately. Um, yeah. The there there may be a little bit of cohesion here and there, but you know, um, there as far as I know, it's just it's just completely separate stuff. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. But I do want to like transition to like we got like the fifteen minutes. Um, we got Manny's artist take. Um, we talked a little bit about if you're following Eagle, that's obviously dependent on if he leaves. Um, but how does this like something like this, right? We lost Simon, who you're very known for your art. Um, Eagle, you're very known for your art. You're still within the Dismania wheelhouse, but how is this going to, are you excited about, you know, Alden Harris potentially being signed um, and doing art for him? Do you already have some ideas percolating? If Gannon Burr gets hired with them, do you have some ideas around that? Or are you just kind of in this kind of limbo where you're waiting and seeing how things start to pan out for yourself? Uh, I it's As far as any new signings, I'm unaware of anything as far as any... Well, I'm unaware if they're signing any of these guys. You know, everyone has their opinion and everything like that. I try not to speculate. I try and concentrate on kind of what's on my plate. And I do have a few things on my plate for some of the people that are already there, you know. Because... Um, I mean, we still have uh, Kyle, we still have uh, Ella, we still have Colton, we still have, you know, some of the European players. Yeah, Gavin Babcock. Um, You know, I don't know if you ever saw the piece that I did for Ricky Yachty last year, but it was really fun. It was an alligator in a sports car, so that was a fun one, you know. And sometimes you get some that are just like – you know that it's not the signature series uh or the creator series it's kind of their next level what do they call them i forget though the shield series and those are definitely fun to do because they're they're uh just a little bit more um run by the players ideas you know the Mm -hmm. signature series are definitely more like okay let's this is what we want and this is how we want it type of deal so the creator series is more driven by the actual player even though the signature series was you know uc wanted more input in those which is not you know um uh you know it's just it's a little bit more kind of free flowing with the shield series Mm -hmm. so um but yeah so my on my plate right now i just have you know, I just got another email today that gave me about like six molds that I'd be working on. Ooh, can you name those molds? No. Ah, <laughs> no, no. I mean, I gave you some of the players that I'll be working with. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you could be like, hey, you know, our, 
with the exception of anything new, I'm sure you could literally think about it and figure out, oh, look, you know, he's doing something for Kyle or, or you know, he's doing something for Casey, you know. So you could probably pick those up like, oh, it's got to, you know. So, but there, yeah. there is some new stuff that's out there as well. Mm-hmm. So well, that's always exciting. I think, I mean, I know art yeah. is probably one of the first things that drew me to discs in general yeah. being like, Oh, I'm going to be in trouble because there's a lot of cool art on a lot of yeah. this plastic. And I've been, I mean, as you guys can see behind me, there's yeah. been a bit of a problem, <laughs> you know, that, and that's a good kind of, I'm just going to use that segue as far as the good art to kind of introduce the segment that I'm going to be working on a little bit more for, since we really haven't sent anything. So, mm-hmm. Um, for anyone out there, aside from these three that don't know exactly what I wanted to do, you know, I did have a plan to kind of do my own kind of, uh, video. It's just, I got way too much going on between jobs and artwork and everything. There'd be one more thing to do. So I, I reached out to these guys. I was like, look, I want to do a segment specifically on the art of the disc. And I will go over, you know, different discs each month. You know, I mean, if you guys want me to talk about the art on any disc, feel free uh, as far as, you know, the viewers. And I'm sure I'm going to consult with these three guys to uh, figure out exactly if there's anything that we really want to talk about. Um, And we'll go from there. You know, uh, if you don't mind, I may share my screen real quick so we can look at something. So I can go over something that was just announced since we're talking about art anyway, and we're talking about this particular thing. Uh, Ooh, that's uh, what, give him... Matt, what is he hiding? Does Josh yeah. have working internet to do this? Can can Ooh. I do this? So if you highlight towards like the bottom, like yeah. of the screen, mm-hmm. there like pops up a menu, and then you can click share. There it is. There it is. Oh wait, wait, wait. Okay. Well, I'm gonna move this to screen. Too, so I can still see you guys while I'm. Manny's sharing. moving all his new designs out of the way, so he doesn't share that. Well, no, no, no. Is it sharing? Yep, I'm gonna put it up right. Now. All right, here we go, gentlemen. So this is. Oh look, I already ruined the surprise. <laughs> oh, because we're totally <laughs> looking at that. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that little part was like, oh look, surprise ruined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, so this is, uh, you know, this was announced yesterday with Eagle's departure. Um, We really wanted to kind of design something that was really kind of Eagle, you know, kind of uh, part of the terms. You know, I met with UC and Eagle on this to to discuss what we really wanted. We wanted something kind of like, you know, the Eagle kind of flying to new heights something different we still wanted a cloud breaker i wanted to show something that was eagle uh really kind of going back to colorado kind of his roots and kind of where he's going so we also wanted to throw back to the original cloud breaker which i'm sure is the first thing people notice was like wow this looks a lot like man behind it that's what i noticed that looks like the original cloud breaker those little lines right at the back this one right here that's what makes me think cloud breaker one yeah so and also the angle the angle of uh this as well uh of the eagle is fairly similar you know and we wanted to have this vision of eagle and eagle just continuing to soar but we also wanted one of the thing was it's is it's kind of breaking off this is why we had the feathers 
kind of we wanted something like it's kind of breaking apart as well and that was my interpretation of this so you see feathers kind of flying through here the other thing is you see some feathers up here um in this area where the feathers are actually morphing into the clouds so they're part of the clouds as well uh and to throw back and also to throw back again to the original cloud breaker and to eagle we we did this um I, uh, so if you rotate it like this to where it's flat to where it's the mm. the eagles going straight across this section here see the mountains back there yeah oh, oh yeah. wow so there's mountains back there and that is designed after the flat irons that it's the mountain range that's what they call them right outside of boulder so we wanted that so i the way that i presented this to eagle is like i want like a big landscape with clouds over your hometown and so that's what that kind of interpretation is the other thing that i did with this particular with this composition is uh i'm going to rotate it just a little bit more i i like how when you turn it that way the wings and the head make an e uh you know i didn't even think about that but you know hey i meant to do that <laughs> yeah i'm an artist y'all look at that and then if you turn it back yeah. it's a w <laughs> and if you hey, look look wait wait if we turn it completely around look now it's an m now it's an m for Manny. totally intentional yeah i'll take it just let me know all right and so the the other thing is you know where we have where the discmania shield is going when it's upright is directly up and down but as you rotate it it gets closer to where the sun was on the original cloud breaker so we kind of you know for those of you that aren't familiar with my work i like to throw in a lot of different uh a lot of different little things like that so i mean i i can go through and show you a bunch of different things that i had in my artwork i'm sure most of you are familiar with the bear um, where's the bear well i think the exciting thing that you're doing here as well as you rotate it you're explaining like how it's meant to be seen because a disc rotates so your yeah. whole art is meant to be rotated when you pull it out of your bag and you spin it on your finger it's rotating and then you stop it and you're getting a different perception and view of the artwork and I don't think a lot of artists like touch on that with disc golf, right? It's usually like, hey, look, this is one direction that you see this art. You turn it this way and you have it the wrong way. You got to turn it back this way. But yeah. you're, what you're doing is creating this 360 effect that is meant to be designed and be viewed while it's spinning, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah, when, when I approach something, it's usually, you know, I, I try and approach it from a ton of different levels and directions it just depends on um it depends on what the stamp is what it's for you know and uh some take me longer you know and it's to me it's a problem solving thing it's like okay here here's what i want to show how do i solve that problem and this one thing about disc art that is really interesting is it's in a circle and it always has to be in a circle. There's no way around it. You know, you can do certain things that if you want to do something straight or up and down or whatever, but you can only print in a circle. 
if you do something that's say it's a square, that means you're wasting space that you the usable space on that canvas. So it, it, it's totally an interesting problem to solve every time I'm doing it. Uh, so that's uh, that's this here. Since we were talking about it earlier, I wanted to see this. Oh, oh, Ooh, Cairo blade. <laughs> Every, how many people no. are screenshotting this right now? Just like zoom frame by frame. Everyone's going to just be pausing our podcast. Damn it. I should have done this someplace else. Uh, no, I like it. For the record, that's an old canceled project. That's Is that Cold Regalin? No, this was for Cynthia Ricciotti. Cole Radalin is with DGA. Yeah. Yeah, I but I didn't know if you could make art for other companies. Oh, I can. I, I've exactly. done stuff. I've done stuff for DGA. But this hey, Cole, if you're listening, uh, let's get you connected with Manny. Yeah. Man. So uh yeah, so this Manny was something me. we did for uh Cynthia Ricciotti. It's already out there. I love this design. It was just so much fun. She was like, I want an alligator, a sports car that looks like uh that looks like Lightning McQueen. <laughs> that's exactly what it is yeah 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 no see that's fun too like i do miss cool like one. i think you showed off like the it wasn't used but you had like ricky with uh the rap oh yeah yeah the too. raptor like, stuff yeah that yeah, was really like, fun those are just fun or when you go back to like you just auctioned off your lone hell 2 art um and you have like the kind of cutesy fun cartoony werewolf and i was like that's my favorite one and it's still my favorite out yeah. of all of them, but it's like, oh yeah, like they wanted to get away from that a little bit more like realistic, which is cool. Don't get me wrong, I still like the art, but it's like, man, just something funner because like for me too, like disc golf in and of itself is always just fun and it's meant to be fun. Um I uh I'm about to auction off another thing. Um the shogun. The Page glow shogun is going to offer twenty-seven dollars to get mad. One fifty. Here, look. 150. Let me no. let me grab that artwork real quick. All right. All right, everyone, look at look at Manny's computer. See what y'all can find. Everyone, rewind two minutes. Yeah. Screen shot. Whoever can send us the list of what's on there, we'll pay you. Okay. To me, this is one of the most badass pieces I've done. Like that's that's traditional for for uh, Discmania. Do we want to minimize your share screen and uh oh yeah, yeah let's let's center? Let's and you might let's have to change your background, Manny, because it blur it blurs your it blurs it out. Nope, I think it'll, go. it'll, oh, it'll work. It'll work. Yeah, Woo. God, that's so badass. Mm. That's, that's still cool yeah, grind. one of my favorite arts that you did, and I really didn't like that it was on a shogun, but I really liked the art. Well, we discussed <laughs> we already discussed that it yeah. was supposed to be an iron samurai, but oh, and speaking of iron samurai. This isn't the final, final, final. Uh, okay, let me. Uh, I tried to tell you, and y'all made fun of me. No, that first one worked fine, though. That yeah, but this, fine. but see, this has so many things on it; it might blur them all out. Well, uh, where's my? I, I blame our IT guy. That must be it. <laughs> must be it. Josh's fault uh, as usual. I'm trying to figure out how to turn off the. Uh, Oh wait! Are video. you saying that there's an Iron Samurai Five for out the day? Hey. Oh, there we go. Yo, my! See, one fifty, <laughs> dude. Top, top left. That's that's number one right there all day. Yep. What this one? Yeah. Yeah. That was one that was you actually. That's yeah, that was the that's final number one. That's yeah. all day, baby. 
And then this was the other uh, the other one that was up for the for the IS one. Mm. Yeah, these were sketches that I did for the IS one. And then I have another one that I'm not selling just yet. That's just of these two, and it's okay. pretty badass. But I'm gonna save that one for a rainy day. <laughs> but yeah, those are the two next two that'll auction off. So uh, back back to the segment real quick. Um, yeah, we're just gonna. I'm just gonna talk about different discards. So if you guys want me to discuss anything, you know, or want my opinion on anything, you know, feel free. You know, we could talk about all the other artists out there. There, there's a ton of phenomenal artists. Um, uh, you know, Michael Ramanowskis does a lot of stuff for MVP. Um, I think he's technically employed by them or just straight contracted to them. Uh, Canadian guy, still a really good friend of mine. Mike Insko for MVP. Marmoset, who does a lot of stuff for DFX. Of course, you got Ski and Les and a lot of the old school guys. And there's just so many people out there that are just putting out awesome work. Um, I got to move you guys back to my main screen over here. Yeah, no, I think uh, you bring up a really good point, especially because we're kind of coming to the top of the hour. Like I said earlier, we are bringing Manny in for a guest segment once a month. Um, and so making sure that if you guys are going to tune in for that, we will give you guys ample time. But, you know, come in prepared to ask some specific questions because, you know, he's definitely a vast wealth of information. He does obviously amazing art. I would love to do one of these episodes where you do like live painting, live sketching. It doesn't have to be like disc golf related, but just being able to kind of like Hey, let's do some live art and then, you know, do a giveaway cool. or just send it to Paige. Um, would be kind or of just cool, send but... it to Paige. <laughs> oh. Just pay, painting with Manny every fourth week. I think, yeah, just, like this. Mm. Happy little things. trees. Happy little trees. So, really, I mean, I guess I'm putting it back on our fans. This is going to be as great as you are engaged, right? Coming up, yeah. asking questions, um, preparing yourself. If you see it coming, drop into one of like me, Josh, or Cody's DMs with some questions, with some guided thoughts. Like, I know we wanted to, like somebody mentioned, they wanted to get Cloudbreaker talk today. We were a little bit shorter. Um, and we'll make sure that that's on the docket for next time. Cause I think Cloudbreaker is always fun. I guess we did talk about the Cloudbreaker. We, we talked about the Cloudbreaker art. Yeah. And so just like I said, making sure it's on you guys. Um, we do need to be respectful of everyone's time. So without further ado, guys, thank you all for tuning in. Like, subscribe, CH Sports. Go like us on Facebook. Soul Crushers Manny. So go check out his website. They have amazing T-shirts and art and discs. Um, go shoot him a follow. Manny's going to be doing some great things with us. So with that, guys, keep jamming in the rough. We'll see you next week. <laughs>